I just wanted some more, well, I'm a twist. Think I didn't take risk to get to this stitch, don't take the piss. Office coming, I admit I did what I did, but I deserve this. Hello, guys, good day. Good day, let me just keep it at that. Good day, because I don't know your time zone and when you are listening to this so it could be in the morning it could be in the afternoon it could be in the evening it could be at dawn which would be really impressive or you are really really bored and can't sleep and in that case you should probably get some drugs and stay healthy anyways um, i hope everyone is doing good i hope everyone is fine and if not get better soon um first of all i want to talk about the economic state of ghana because things are not going well as i said in my previous episode ghana is really hard this time and i just i wanted to talk about i want to talk about um the effects of ghana being hard in ghana or even in even against other neighboring countries and the world as a whole because one not I don't know, one not spoils the soup or something like that. There's a saying like that. Anyways, what is going on in Ghana is affecting not only Ghana, but every other country. But I just want to talk about that. And for those of you who don't know Ghana, I mean, I have foreign listeners, and thank you for listening, even if you're a foreigner. So, for those of you who don't know Ghana, Ghana is a country in West Africa, in Africa. West Africa is also in Africa, if you didn't get the, the link. So... Yeah, and if you search on Google, Google will tell you Ghana is thriving, our economy is stable, and it's one of the best or one of the fast growing economies in Africa or West Africa at least. But Google doesn't know anything. Google Google is dumb. Google is trash. <laughs> I mean, they're just putting some figures figures together. They're not living with us over here. They, they don't know what we are experiencing. Or oh, Google as a body doesn't know what's going on in Ghana. Ghana is really hard. Ghana has been hard. For some time now and that was even without some policies that have now been put in place because before before okay let me just let me just put it this way ghana has been going downhill for some time now and now it's like we are going downhill really really fast and i don't like generally i don't see the point because before let's say this government came into power i'm not i'm not really a, a political person i don't i don't support one political party over the other i just feel like uh, polit- politics is something that exists and must be acknowledged and so I, even though i'm not political i would i like to look at things from uh, uh uh my standpoint and then analyze things like that i'm not i'm not dumb i'm not going to be like I, i'm not a political person and so i'm not going to address that something is going on is as a result of politics or i'm not going to talk about politics at all i have ideas concerning politics i studied government and all that and so um ghana has been going downhill since the, our previous election very fast i'm not saying ghana has always been going downhill but like since our previous election it has been very fast and i don't, I don't really see the point because I've been I've been trying to analyze this and trying to think about why because usually even even though we all know politicians are mostly corrupt there's still some decency and like because they do want to get elected again when they contest but like this political party um NPP which and political party national with the patriotic party something like that they I, I don't seem to understand their goals 
because first of all Ghana was not doing good then they made up policies to ease the tension i feel like the, the where they went wrong was with free shs other people would disagree but i feel like ghana wasn't ready for free shs because now they've implemented free secondary school education whatever and so people don't pay to attend secondary school which is a good policy but like ghana wasn't ready for that and so i feel like a lot of Ghana government money is being put in that direction and which is like making our budget not stable and all that but then policies they've put in place to increase revenue to support the government which is like the e-levy and the rest don't make any sense to me because the when this government was in the position they were like they were going to um reduce the, the national debt and all that but then when they came into power like the debt is on the rise and so if you are borrowing all those monies why not do things that would give you revenue no they didn't do anything like that they decided to rather use the money of people people's hard-earned money because people work hard and get their money government says they want their commission on that money and so anytime you perform a transaction you are being tasked which is criminal in my opinion but who cares about my opinion <laughs> so they are doing that which i don't see the point because if you are putting measures in place measures you know very well is going to affect the populace what is your end goal because in the, during the next election i think the next election we'll have the next election in 2024 you will come and then petition we the youth again to vote you into power hopefully and so like as ghana is going like in this direction that we are going i don't see how they will be able to win because i've been trying to think of this thing like what's going on is it like is it like are they going to try and pull a last minute hack like maybe in the final year or in the final term like the final year of their term they will pull something that would be like so mind-blowing like maybe they'll implement some policy or something that would like liberate or give a lot of people wealth and so then they'll win the election i don't really know what's going on like right now everything is pointing to the fact that there's no way this political party would win if they stand again and i'm like no political party rules like that so they have to have something out their sleeves unless they are really really not concerned about ruling the country again so it doesn't make sense to me but I feel like anything can happen. And now to the effects of all this, all this economic hardship. I mean, I'm okay. I'm, I'm 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 out of cash, as I've been advised to say. I'm out of cash, and I feel like a lot of people are also out of cash, and it is causing a whole lot of menace. Like people are doing stuff that they wouldn't do. I I I wouldn't say I was even I was considering something was right now in Ghana, like fraudulent behavior, like scamming foreigners, and then all this mobile money fraud and all that. it's like it has become a, a rite of passage or a stage in life that everyone must get to it's like you are a teenager okay you're a child you are born you become a okay, an infant you grow you become a teenager and from the ages of 12 to 25 it is now normal in ghana or in like i feel like ghana and nigeria is now normal for you to be a fraudster during those ages and so i see children grow up and then they they hit those ages and then it's like it's just normal like once you get there because once you're around the ages of 12 13 14 you have a phone and once you get a phone what are you going to do with your phone you start fraud and they don't start the fraud because they want to because everybody else who looks like they are well to do or who looks like they have stuff going on is doing the fraud and they have money and like so apart from the dbs like people who are actually born into wealth 
every other person, even the bees are also doing fraud, but every other person is like coerced or pressured by peers to do fraud because um, Jordans will come out, you don't have some, you can't go out with us because like everybody's wearing Jordans to this pool party. If you don't wear Jordans, you can't come. So for me to be able to come the next time, I have to do what my friends do to be able to get the Jordans. And what my friends do to get the Jordans is to scam people. And so then I end up becoming a scammer. But the thing they tell themselves is that, oh, I'll grow out of it. It's just a stage. Once I get enough money, I'm going to stop. I'm not, I mean, I'm not criticizing anybody, but honestly, that's not the path that I would like to take. But for some reason, I was like thinking about it recently. I wasn't considering it. Of course, I wouldn't consider something like that. But like, I was just thinking about it. Like, why? Why is it like, why would it even pop up in someone's head or my head? To do something like that. I was like it all boils down to economic hardship because right now you see a lot of videos of killings for rituals like people are killing people you find they find dead bodies on the news and then there are no private parts children are killing children like it has been going on for a year two and it's really getting out of hand like a lot of a lot of things are happening that didn't used to happen in this country but of late is becoming like normal and like crazy things are happening <laughs> i'm not i'm not trying to quote a song but like crazy things are we living in a crazy world and so like people who didn't even take chemistry and physics seriously are now taking chemistry and physics seriously all for the purpose of criminal activities i mean there was this post in a whatsapp group i'm in that they were like if if you have a car or if you are driving at night and then someone throws an egg at your 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 screen your like the whatever what, where you where the drivers look through i don't know how they call it i've forgotten the word but if someone throws an egg at the screen don't stop to go and clean it just keep driving because if you should try to use your wiper whatever to wipe this the screen you would smear the egg on the entire screen if you even add water to the mixture then that even blinds it more because it will, it will start looking whitish and then you can't see anything so I'm like, a criminal sat down and then used physics to calculate how hard he should throw an egg to hit a moving car for it to hit the screen in a perfect way and then knew that because of chemistry, once water is added to egg, it becomes whitish and so when the driver should just try to clean it, it will rather smear and the driver will be blinded and have to pack for them to be able to rob this driver. I was like, like things teachers have struggled to accomplish. This government has been able to do it even without trying. I don't know if they are trying, but like I felt like they are not trying, and they've been able to accomplish. It. Someone sat down and drew up a plan. We should, we should be making like this guy is more than the professor from Money Heist because to be able to think of something like this. I mean, when I saw the post, the first thing I thought was like, this is genius. Like, how did someone sit down and then come up with such an idea? And like there are so many ideas going like people people are actually coming up with interesting ideas just to scam people just to make money out of people and the question that was coming is that these people like the effect of the scamming on the like on youth is like i feel like a lot of people are losing their humanity because of scamming because they 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 think they are scamming white people and uh, white people scammed <laughs> white people pulled off the greatest scam on earth or known to Africans by coming, invading our country, colonizing us, taking our resources. And so this is their opportunity to 
scam them back and accumulate or get back the wealth that was stolen from us. But then ultimately, it's I feel like it's a selfish act because the person that you are scamming is somebody who has struggled for their money and probably has bills to pay firmly. And the worst is that like I saw I saw a post recently where someone was confidently saying that they had they had made um, a foreigner. I don't know if it was foreigner. I mean, they really don't. Mostly, they don't really know who they are scamming. But this person was like, he he, the, he asked the person for money, and the person didn't have, so he coerced the person into taking out the loan for that money, and that was a huge amount of money. So now, if you are able to scam somebody of money that they don't even have. That is like cruelty because now the person is supposed to think of how they're going to pay off that loan. Do you get it? And you are probably even not they, in these comments too. They don't even use the money for anything. If you are like, you are like securing your future, paying some debts, like like making your family better, building up a good country for the other generation, the next generation, the generation after you. Then I'll be like, okay, at least even though it's a bad deed. At least there are some benefits coming out of it. But these cameras get money and then they just go to pubs and then blow it off. They just like hook up girls and whatnot. They're just like the easiest way to spend the money, the fastest way they can spend the money. Once the money lands, they're like, yo, let's go and chill. Then everybody is in the car, they're just going buying the like the latest cars, phones. And I mean to the like to the extent that right now if you see a scammer, you would know just by seeing the person that this person is a scammer. Because they have a look which is crazy if you ask me and like seriously the the whole country is going to shit and a little piece of uh delight that somebody and his girlfriend is trying to like get in their system i think recently in the news uh well this this man and woman who live apparently live in wa in a, a region in ghana where their sex tape got leaked and they are muslims and so i, I think by the muslim religion you have to flog people like that so they're supposed to lash them 100 lashes so they put these people in the sun and then i don't know how they went about it but like in the videos that were trending everybody was lashing these people they lashed the, the lady and then they lashed the guy and i mean ghana is hard and people are just trying to have a little fun and then i'm not i'm not i'm not condoning anybody's sex tape or anything i mean heaven is the goal purity is like like i mean you guys should i mean i'm not saying anything but like please don't come for me <laughs> but like ghana is hard and people are trying to at least enjoy a little fraction of their life and i mean i, I mean, i'm not saying that they should have recorded it and then allowed it to be widespread i mean if you are listening to this and you have ideas like that rethink it because it's not a safe thing to do by recording yourself having if you want to have social activities just go and have social activities but you don't have to record it for what what i don't know i don't know the reason behind people recording stuff like that but anyways this was sex tape got leaked and then their islamic community or the islamic community wasn't okay with it and so they decided to lash the people now news which means that they've arrested three people who were in the punishing like who were punishing these people and i don't see the logic behind because i mean really upon everything that's going on in ghana you guys have the means to like you guys even have time to go and be arresting people come on now you had the to be arresting people and this politician what's his name 
I've forgotten his name, a politician died and he had in his will, in his will, the Ghana's forest reserve, he was willing it to his niece and nephews. He was just saying, like, I have this property over here, this piece of land. I was saying it with all the, the calmness. He was giving it to the person forever. He, that was what they wrote at the bottom. Like, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, like I give, I give five acres of so and so land to so and so person forever. He added the forever to it, knowing full well that this property he was giving out was Ghana's like natural reserve, like a forest reserve that is not supposed to be touched. They're not supposed to sell that land. This land is supposed to be there just because. And this person was willing it to children. And I'm like they they took the only action they took against that was to say that they that that they, to nullify the will or something like that. But then nothing else, no further investigations or nothing has been brought to light concerning that issue. And then if and this person wasn't even a big time politician. This person was, I think, just an organizer of the political party and had so much like means to get such to acquire such like property. Then what of the members that are actually holding like more valuable positions in government? Then the president owns the whole nation. He's probably wielded to his his second cousin, and we are all here on board time <laughs> because before you realize, somebody they are telling us that we should leave the country. They want to build a hospital. <laughs> it's hard. Anyways, I'm, I'm like so my like perspective on like how like the effects of hardship in general because it's not only Ghana. I think this has happened. This happened way before in Nigeria, and. A lot of Nigerians, like Nigeria has become the way it is because right now if you look at Nigeria, there's high crime rate. There's just a general lack of concern when it comes to the citizens. People don't really care about each other. And everyone is just looking for money, looking for money, looking for money. The easiest, fastest way to look for money. That's why Nigeria has become like one of the top known countries for fraudulent behavior and criminal activities. And slowly that is becoming Ghana's story, which is, which is not okay. This is not fine if you ask me. I feel like we should do better. And if if the government wouldn't do it, I feel like human we as people should put one and two together and then do something. Because if you look at the government has no hand in religious activities in the country. I don't think I don't think the government has any special fund for churches and and like stuff like that but you see someone set up a church today and in less than two years the person has built a mansion of like with a church like the church has become a turned into a mansion like a church that was probably under um sticks or maybe they didn't even have a roof they just go and they clap their hands in like this like they just have a land before you re- in less than two years they've built a mansion have drums have like microphones everything fully furnished church do you get it and all the like there's no external money coming from anywhere it's just contributions and then tithes of individuals in the church let's say a church with 100 members which keeps growing maybe by 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 two years the church will have like 500 members they would have been able to put up a nice looking church and then probably gotten even thousand members to be in that church because of how nice the structure is alone why don't we use those say that same ideology 
that we are building something for Christ and so we have to build it very nicely. Why don't we use that same ideology and that same commitment and the zeal to do other innovative stuff like maybe we are building a factory because maybe in this town we produce a lot of cassava. So let the people of this town come together, build a cassava processing factory and then they like chip in money together every day, every month, every week. People are chipping in money, people are chipping in like that, like that, like that. It doesn't matter if it doesn't like how we go to church and we don't care if could you paid five cities for offer tree and so I'm also going to pay five cities. No, we don't do it like that. Like whatever you have, you pay. It's like in less than five years, every district will probably have a factory if people put their minds together and stop relying on the government as today. The government has this factory will probably stay in the community for years and years to come and be making profit. Like everybody who actually signs up and chips in money would potentially become a shareholder and be making their money back piece by piece, little by little. Before I realized the whole country is very developed and it had nothing to do with which government was ruling and all that. But the thing is, this government will probably find a way to sabotage any idea like that. They will probably tax you outrageously and all that. Like, still, it's worth a shot because it doesn't happen that we can try and then if it fails, it fails. But like, it's still worth a shot because that's the same idea basically behind church building and all that with the generation of tithes and collections and offertory and all that. And the... the um, the related church business, I don't, I don't want to call it a business because it's a religion and then it's dedicated to God, but it's looking like a business venture to a lot of people now because people feel like the easiest way to make money in Ghana is to either become a pastor or a politician. And it's looking true. And so if you can just shape it a little to do other stuff, like the country it will, will go a long way. And this flooding incidents, like I feel like a lot of people are leaving a lot of things to governments to deal with, and it's not really taking us anywhere. We have to learn from our mistakes. If you are supposed to wait on government to do every little thing for us, we would not go anywhere. We have to like start thinking, what do we have to do? Like we can, if I do this, and if Kudu does this, or if uh, this thing, uh, somebody else puts this in place, what would like what would come out in? five years to come in 10 years to come that's what, how we should be thinking instead of thinking if if i should vote for this next government would he do this or this next political person would they fix this for me okay now my cousin is the one contesting so that means my family is set so i have to I have to push his advertisement out then get him to win the seat like that's not how we should be thinking as a country we should probably be thinking of how we are going to do things ourselves to you know change stuff yeah, so that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. It's really devastating. Like how things are going in the country is really, really devastating. I, I maybe, maybe we'll be fine. Maybe we'll not. I feel like if if I'm right about this, and then these people have an actual plan for their final year in office, then I think things could really change, and things would be very better. Because I feel like. If they do, it would be mind-blowing because for them to be able to win the next election, there has to be something really convincing. And if they have something like that planned, it could be very good. But if they don't, then, I mean, I'm not saying we are doomed, but people people are always saying that this NPP NDC thing is going to drive Ghana to, like, our end or something like that. But then what if we vote for a different political party and then they come in and they do worse because they feel like this is their only chance at the seat and so they do worse 
But then again, what if they think there's their chance to prove themselves and then they do way better than any other political party we've seen? So I mean, it could it could go both ways, but we're keeping the faith. May God's will be done, or whatever they say. So we are here. We day inside like that. I mean, what are you gonna do? A lot of people are trying to escape the country, but I hope their plans fail. We are all in this together. <laughs> we are all in this together. And I'm just, I'm just kidding about that. If you want to leave the country, please. If your opportunity is right, just do. Let's do. No, nobody is holding you back. If like a better world is out there, cool, go for it. So that's all I got today. Hope this has been eventful. Alrighty, that's the end of this episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, I appreciate you. Don't forget to subscribe and share and like. If you are new, if you are old, fuck it. Just do, do you, and do great. And um, peace. Stay safe.